Okay, we are recording. Okay, and then now when you when you end the meeting, I'm going to make you the host. Okay, all right. You are now the host. There you So is. when the meeting ends, it'll come up and it'll say that it's, it's rendering the video, and then it'll drop it into whatever default folder is, documents yes. folder or something. It'll save right. a video file with the audio and an additional extra audio file. Sounds good. And then the only the only other thing is when that's rendering, depending on how long this is and how long it mm -hmm. takes to render that recording, do not shut Zoom down or otherwise you'll lose it. Okay. I, I know this. All right. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome to Drawing Funny, where we talk tunes with some sketchy characters in the comics industry and fandom. I'm your host, Len Workman. Welcome to our first official Drawing Funny podcast. Hope you got to check out the pilot podcast episode, Zero, Is This Thing On? If not, it's only about 15 minutes long and explains who I am and what the Mid-South Cartoonist Association is and why I'm doing this pandemic-inspired podcast. Today I'm in my Batcave studio, enjoying a cup of coffee and putting together this podcast while my wife Nikki is down the hall in her fangirl room killing people. No, we don't have intruders or a zombie horde attacking her home office yet. 2020 still has a couple more months to go. My wife Nikki's got a full-time job and has been studying for her master's, so today she's blowing off some steam after taking an online test and finishing her class project. Much like the relaxing violence she is enjoying, the MSCA dinner meeting you're about to attend is also virtual. And no actual cartoonists were harmed in the making of this podcast, just some good conversation between friends was had. Before the pandemic hit earlier this year, members of the Mid-South Cartoonists Association would gather together at Garibaldi's Pizza near the U of M over off Walker and Highland once a month, usually the first Tuesday of each month, although originally it was like first Thursday or first Wednesday, but Tuesdays just seemed to work out better for us uh, this past year. Well, until the virus. We'd order pizza, pasta, and beverages, and talk tunes, and draw funny for a few hours. Uh, sometimes we would doodle on napkins, work on projects, have a bit of a show-and-tell with what we've been working on or what new art books or comics we'd recently acquired. We'd add to a jam piece for the MSCA zine, or we'd actually assemble the zine. We'd also bring items to share with the group, like comics and books and buttons and stickers and all kinds of fun stuff. Many nights, our comics conversations would end up continuing outside the restaurant for another hour or two or three, depending on the weather and what we were talking about that night. Since COVID, we've had to suspend our dinner meetings, lunches, Michael's Drawing Nights, the Cellar New Comic Book Day Drawing Nights, and other events like Free Comic Book Day and the Memphis Comic Expo, hashtag DonnyCon rocks. Luckily, we still see each other online through social media, direct messages, emails, or just an occasional text or phone call. We've also been able to have two Zoom meetings. They've been pretty successful and have been a lot of fun. This past week, one of our more tech-savvy members, Kevin Nuggethead Thorne, was able to set up this one you're about to listen to. Uh, he wasn't able to stay for the whole meeting, but I was joined by MSCA President Kevin L. Williams, our zine co-editor Jason Nagan, self-publisher Antonio Johnson, cartoonist-slash-actor Jim Palmer, who was actually Alice Cooper's butler at one point. We were also joined by comic ninja Greg Cravens and special guest MSCA founding member Jack Cassidy. I'll have links to each of them in the show notes on drawingfunny.com, but you can also find out more about them all on the MSCA website, midsouthcartoonist.org. Oh, and for the record, on the pilot episode uh, zero, I goofed up on my Twitter handle. It's actually drawingfunny1, 
So drawing, funny, and the number one. I hope you enjoy this episode. We're planning on doing more of this type of online meetings each month, and I'll be recording them to share with you now that I actually know what I'm doing in Zoom. I'm still trying to figure out what type of format works for me in this show, so I'll be trying different types of episodes, solo with the co-host, interviewing guests, and some MSCA Knights of the Drawing Table group discussions on various topics. You can contact me through the MSCA email, midsouthcartoonist at gmail.com. If you have any questions, suggestions, or advice, just be sure to put Drawing Funny in the subject line. So sit back, get comfy, have yourself something to eat or drink, feel free to draw funny as you listen, and don't forget to tip the waitstaff. So, Lynn, before we get yeah. started, I just want to let you know as well that if you're the host, as other people try to log in, if you'll uh, keep an eye on your screen, there may be a waiting room okay. that, um, oh, I like that space background there, Antonio. That's cool. There Anyways, <laughs> uh, it should pop up. I'm going to hit the chat box open here. Okay. Uh, so it should pop up if somebody's trying to log in on your screen as host. So then you just, I think it's allow or something like right. that. Right. Okay. I'll keep an eye on it. I figure we'll just chit chat here. Jack, I see your nose. There you go. Hey, I finally figured out how to get my picture. That doesn't look like there me. Is. There Who is. is that? It looks just like your shirt, though. <laughs> Must be out can of Can you space. lower your seat or move your camera up? Yeah, I can do all of that. That's the part of people we usually don't see anymore. Yeah. There you Let's go. See. There, there he is. There he is. And looking the same yeah, as you've yeah, always yeah. looked. Yeah, that's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say what they say. Good, I good look to like. see you. It's been yeah. a long time, man. Definitely. Yes, guess, it has. Oh, was the one of the last times we saw you was at like one of the NCS meetings? Like the Southeast Angel, chapter? Georgia. Probably. Was, yeah, I think it was one of the Georgia meetings. Long time. I got, as a matter of fact, I, mean, I found a folder of the early days when we first started the very first meeting. Oh, and wow. I, I got the, I found the, the flyer artwork, and I, I want to send that in to you guys for your website or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I've got some yeah. history books and things here, and uh, we can get it all scanned in good and put, cool. put it in here, too. So that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah we keep a lot of that type of yeah, stuff on the uh, Facebook page and all that, too. we got a gallery for that. It would yes, be interesting. I, I'd like to find out how a lot of the guys are doing, like Sam Ray, Charles Tudhill, and just a bunch of folks. You know? Yeah, I would say Charles Tudhill passed away uh, a while back. Yeah, no wonder I haven't heard from him. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has. <laughs> yeah. If you do, well, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> if one of us well, would, it would probably be me. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. he's closest to you during the day, I guess. He's out there at Elmwood, yeah. isn't he? I, I don't know. He's got like the artist headstone. How about okay. uh, Frank Cotham? Is he around? You guys ever see him? <laughs> He's in the New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I'm happy mm -hmm. for him. So he he was from Memphis. Eating. I didn't know that. Oh, Sam Ray. Frank, Sam uh, Frank Cotham. He was he was in Memphis. Yeah. Frank? Well, he was in wow. Bartlett. Still is. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but I think so. I think I remember meeting him at least once or twice at a, at a couple of meetings. Yeah, it's a not, he's a real nice fellow. Frank's very uh, quiet spoken and just sits back. And yeah. Said very little. You guys know the story about how he got started in magazine cartooning. No. Tell us. Yeah, he was working as a, as an artist for uh, one of the TV stations down in, I forget which one it was, Channel 
three maybe 13 i think two. 13 yeah that was it uh -huh. and he was working as an artist for that station i was doing a little intern work for him with the weather guy doing some animation you know and so i got to, got to learn about frank and frank was in, ended up uh doing courtroom sketches for the uh is it the doctor Dr. the Greek guy that uh, gave Elvis Presley the drug. Oh, Nicopolis. Yeah, Dr. Nick. Yeah, Dr. Nick. Yeah, the Dr. <laughs> Nick trial. And uh, he did courtroom sketches and he did some drawings of the judge. And Channel 13 uh, produced it at night in the news. And uh, the judge was offended by, <laughs> by the pictures. He said that he made, that Frank made him look too cartoony. <laughs> <laughs> Frank said that really got his career started as a cartoonist. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. It's a great story. But he's a, so he's and, a really great guy. He's, quite, he's a quiet fella. Antonio, just in case you're not aware, uh, Jack down here is uh, one of the first. Well, actually, he's the person who sent out the initial. What was the name of it? Memphis yeah. Cartoonist Group, right? Right. Memphis yeah, Cartoonist like Group that, right? in 1987. Yeah. Uh, oh. He was the first guy that yeah. that started all of this. So. so he's responsible. It's yeah. it's all his fault. It's, it's all his awesome. fault. <laughs> awesome. I think I was eight this, then. Man. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Original flyer. <laughs> awesome. So we ended wow. up. With, we had Arctic Smith. I don't know how Arctic doing. I haven't seen him in in quite a while. Uh, I actually took some uh, cartooning yeah. classes from him back when uh, Memphis right. State was doing the continuing ed stuff. It was, I guess, about the same time you guys got started up because it would have been like 86, 87-ish when I took the classes. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. I was just born. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I've got hard work Memphis, over the years. <laughs> <laughs> after we left Memphis, we started a cartoon group in Tampa where I set my studio up in, in North Tampa, and we called it the uh, Suncoast Ink Slingers. Right. And it actually, it stretched out for, uh, from uh, Tampa to uh, St. Petersburg and Clearwater. So we had quite a, a following there. It was a lot of fun. And, but it didn't hold up like you guys. Yeah. You know, you guys that keep driving on. That, that group finally ended up, I think, folding up, unfortunately. I think it was because they really challenged Disney. I think they wanted to take over Disney, but it didn't work. We're like cockroaches. We just, we won't go away. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here long Same after way, everybody well, else. Yeah. Lynn and I had a conversation recently about the Mid-South Cartoonist Association. And, uh, we we yeah. kind of remarked on that, that even though we've had membership dwindle down to about five or six people over the yeah. years, it's also has gone back up as high as 30 to 40 people. That's at one great. point, Lynn, how, you said over at Ask You Nixon Ferguson, at one point it was standing room only. Yeah, pretty much in their big conference wow. room. Yeah, they had a huge conference table, this big room, and it was standing room only there. Kevin was one of the, the what do you call it, the uh, the center row back in the back? Yeah, I, I came out initially, and I sat on the back row with Martheus Wade, where at church, you know, we call that the center seats, yep. Yeah, back row of the church. And we sat at the, when I first came out to the Mid-South Cartoonist Association meetings, We'd never been. We didn't know what to expect. So we just found what we considered was going to be the back row of the place and sat there. So when you guys did your first That's meeting, great. it was at the uh, Steak and Ale, wasn't it? It was like one yeah. of the steakhouses yeah. out of off Poplar. So what all? What uh, all? Summer Avenue. It was a summer. Okay. The uh, 25th so summer. anniversary dinner was at the Steak and Ale on Summer Avenue, which is now shut down. Yeah, that's great. So when you guys had your, your meeting there, about how many people did you have show up and, and what all did you do besides eat steak, I guess? 
don't know. I I don't remember exactly how many people were there. You know, but it was a, it was a good little group. I'd say probably about a dozen or so. That's pretty good. Yeah, to start with, and it, and then we grew. You know, every meeting after that grew, but yeah, it it went up and down. A lot of it had to do with the, the people's availability to come out and do this right. kind of stuff. The good, best thing about it is that uh, the chance for every some creative people to get together to do something really, really unique. I think that all of us enjoy talking to other cartoonists, and it's a really good creative boost for all of us. Right. And that seems to be that seems to extend to any group gathering or anything. So it's just really great. It certainly was in Memphis, and still it is. Too bad for uh, the ink slingers in Florida, but uh, there are other organizations, you know, that are still going. Right. And here, here in the area where I am, of course, I'm in a different time zone than you are. So that sort of threw me off tonight, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I had six stuck in my head. I forgot that was the date, not the time. We'd remarked on that also last night, Lynn and I had a conversation. And one of the things I said yeah. was great about the Mid-South Cartoonists Association is when we're able to get together in person, especially that we almost feed off of each other's creative energy. And then we get done exactly. with the two hours there. We leave, we go back outside. Sometimes we've stayed outside talking until about midnight uh, and then we go home. But yeah. by that time you're done talking, you get home, you're too tired to do anything. You just want to go to sleep at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but but you're still charged the next day for something fun, you know, to draw yep. and create something. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. one of the things I like. When you first uh, started trying to pull everybody together for this, was it really because you wanted to just see how many other people were interested in cartoon art? Like, wh yeah. what, was, what was your driving force in 1987 yeah. to do this? I was doing a continuing ed course on cartooning at Memphis State back then, I guess. And we had a lot of people. I think uh, Greg... Cravens was in there. I'm not sure, but they're different guys. And there just seemed to be a good bit of interest. And we, I just thought, well, gosh, if we had that many people interested in the field of cartooning, certainly there'd be writers that might be interested and people that were interested in sequential art more so than other things. And it turned out to be pretty much correct. And Jack Chapman was another guy that was there in the early days. I talked to him today. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Jack Chapman. Definitely. Jack Chapman, he rode with me down to uh, the Delta. We went to see Robert Johnson's grave and B.B. King and Charlie Patton and yeah. made our way through down there, stopped off at the Jim Henson Museum. Uh, not that I've really got to go very far for that, right? There it is. And yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got a whole wall of it yeah. there. Jason, are you there? Uh, he's connecting. I, think I saw him yeah, pop he's... up. I, I let him in. I let him in the door, y'all. My Yay. fault. Yay. Uh, I, I'm still learning how to do this Zoom stuff, and for oh, yeah. a long time, we haven't been able to go to our church there we because go. of the pandemic. So I join it, but I just listen, and nobody can see me, and actually, it's better. Right. <laughs> well, you know, our church is doing that, too, and once a, well, this Sunday, as a matter of fact, Muley is going to be on doing his, he does a kid's message once a month, and That's this cool. Sunday is his to do it, so that'll be fun, and then actually tomorrow night through the church, we're doing a Muley Reads session with the kids. <laughs> And their families so that'll be fun he'll have a he's reading a book called a roar of a snore and then the what'd you say scripture according to muley yeah it is as a matter of fact every as a matter of fact every every time he speaks it, it really is truly about muley's thoughts on it because you know how it is when you create you just kind of let the characters in your head dictate what's going to happen next hey kev how many of those have you read because i caught 
I watched uh, YouTube one night where you, I think you were reading the three bears. Yeah, we've got the three bears. I don't know. I guess maybe about six or seven by now. It, <laughs> it was it was reading that book that I threw Muley realized how badly I hate Goldilocks. I hate her guts. <laughs> She's evil, man. She is evil. Breaks and enters. She eats Juvenile delinquent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's just a horrible person. She breaks their furniture and then goes and sleeps in their bed. Boy, that's some audacity. You wouldn't want anybody <laughs> yeah. doing that today. The original Karen. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, we, we've got about seven or eight of those on there. I'm that's waiting for cool. you to read War and Peace and work that in. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> This I started on one monthly meeting, finish it on the next. <laughs> yeah. Immediately do the Art of War or something like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> that's, that's always a good good children's book. Art of War. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Better than the Karma Sutra, I guess. <laughs> Karma Sutra, the bad things that happen to you whenever you're in the bedroom, right? <laughs> Karma Sutra, get it? <laughs> good, bad, Karma. depends on how you do it, I guess. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Okay, so I think we just lost our uh, G rating for this movie. No, no, we we we're st we're, <laughs> we're we're still G. We may be like pushing PG, but we're we're still good. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jason, uh, I don't know if you know we you know everybody here. I don't know if you know Jack Cassidy or not. He was in 1987 the person who sent out that first flyer saying, "Hey, let's put together a cartoonist group." I believe I've met Jeff before. It's been a long time since I've seen him, and I've definitely heard the name a whole yeah. lot. So, yeah, it, nice to see you again, yeah. Jack. Uh, it's nice to see you, Jim. Hey, see all nice you guys. See I you too. Guys in a while. And Antonio. Yeah, I hope I didn't know you. Antonio. Lynn, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to write anybody off. I know. I was like, oh, I just. Antonio's come back down to earth. Apparently, yeah, yeah he had a cool no. backdrop earlier, and then all of a sudden he just lost it. <laughs> I can bring it back. Yeah, this is all this is all fake behind me. I, I own none of this stuff. It's yeah. <laughs> right. I, I don't have I, I don't, don't have, have a, a sheet on my couch. I don't yeah, have right, Kermits yeah. and Snoopies. Yeah, I don't have a problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, let me ask you something. Uh when you guys sure. were uh doing the meeting. Was it mostly uh, professional cartoonists, or were there some that were amateurs or were wanting to get into cartooning at the at the first meetings? It was a mix. It was it was actually a mix. We had some guys that were make you know making a few bucks professionally, and some that were just interested in wanting to get started. And so we we just sort of folded everybody into the group. The more the merrier. And I think everybody was happy with that. We had guys like uh, Mike Ramirez, you know, was with Commercial Appeal. He's one of my very favorite political cartoonists forever. I'm trying to think of some other. Was Scott Stanis yeah, Scott, there? Yeah. Scott was there, absolutely. Yeah, he was Was there. that here now or in Florida? That was, that was here. That was in, in Memphis. Okay, yeah. okay. Scott left for another paper somewhere. I forgot where. Right, then Mike and, uh, uh, came in. Went yeah. to Chicago for a while. Oh, no, I'm thinking yeah. of Scott. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I'm, I'm impressed that the, the, you had cartoonists that were making a few bucks. That's, yeah, back right. in those days, that's when the dollar was worth something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love these things that you're doing with the background and everything. I have to tell you this, you'll enjoy this. Yeah. At, in our church thing last Sunday, somebody accidentally hit the, uh, the template for the, a Blues Brothers thing. Mm. So the yes. pastor 
pastor was wearing, you know, a hat and the dark sunglasses. <laughs> he, he didn't know it. <laughs> he didn't know that he was doing that. So he got halfway through, through the message, you know, it looked like one of the Blues Brothers. Somebody kept yelling, hilarious. can you see the light? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Like that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's great. And to, oh, that, that's yeah. the kind of TV I used to watch when I was there a kid. Go, yeah. I think I think Jason's oh, yeah. got you beat with the new dog. What's yeah. that? I said Jason's got you beat because he's got got an actual live puppy. This is the uh, just this is what all the rattling you're hearing. As soon as I get on the Zoom, she all decides right. to start mm -hmm. acting up. But this is my little puppy that's keeping me from drawing all the time. Go she wants on. to play. Oh, that's great. How are they getting along? <laughs> They're getting along good, except for this little uh, terror wants to annoy the other one all the time, like get up in her face and. Well, Jack, and, how many how many uh, groups have you been a part of? Oh, I don't know. I, I only started two, you know, just like Memphis mm -hmm. and and the one in Florida, and then I belonged to everything else. I had to do with the NCS pretty much, like the the local group, Southeast chapter right. in Asheville, and uh, I get there occasionally, but Asheville's about. Uh, a little bit over two hours away, so it's harder for me to get to those meetings. You know. Yeah, yeah it's only what about thirty minutes, a eh, little less than thirty for me to hit the Memphis ones. I'm, I'm down uh, in uh, Mississippi, but uh, I can hit straight shot to fifty-five, yeah. and I'm I'm there in no time. I think Jack Chapman used to live in Mississippi. Didn't yeah, he he still does. Does he? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. I, I like that great... background. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, <grand. laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Antonio's riding with the Blues, Blues Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> He's got Skamog. Skamog. State County Municipal Offender Data Systems. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's dark and he's wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Well, and I'm gonna have to figure out how to create my own and stick back there. I can find some instructions. How do? How Not do that you, I follow instructions. How do you put your own artwork behind your? That's what I got to figure is out. There a way to do that? Yeah. Uh, you could probably uh, upload it into your Zoom and then set it as your backdrop. So. Okay. Got it. Because it'd be just... fun to have my characters behind me as opposed to this. I think I'm gonna get cap. Hey, <laughs> man, I just got this the other day. Did you? It finally awesome. came in the mail. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I got my nice. comp copies about or about a week after I actually bought a copy off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about right. Yeah, I never count on comp copies coming in because you never know. So if I saw, you know, they only had like a couple of copies uh, left at the uh, Comics Collectibles, so I went ahead and snagged them. So nice. But, it was funny because that that particular mm. illustration, I was drawing it, and Nikki's like, "Why are you drawing that version of Captain America?" And I was like, well, "I like it. I think it's fun." It was, you know, I was a kid, and when that came out, I liked I liked the uh, Evil Knievel. I like you know the motorcycles and all that kind of stuff. And uh, she's like, "All right, fine." She goes, "I don't think that'll ever sell." And we went to the Memphis Comic Expo, and that was the first one that sold. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had several people ask me for that that sketch cover. I go, yeah, it sold a long time ago. But when they they contacted me about that magazine, they're like, can, can we use that? You know, do you still have that sketch cover? And I said, I don't have the the sketch cover, but I've I've got a good scan. And so, yeah, yeah, can can we use that? And I was like, yeah, sure. So, but I like nice. tomorrow. Tomorrow's is is good. Good. They have good magazines. I got a lot of their instructional little magazines, and mm -hmm. I really enjoy them. 
Yeah, I liked uh, Draw Magazine and uh, like I said, I, I like uh, Retro Fan and all those. Hey, Kev, what did you do for the 70th anniversary of Peanuts? I ate some peanuts. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of waiting uh, here just a little bit, and then I might try to do a movie marathon or something. I, I haven't made a decision yet, but, you know, I've got all of those books up at the tip top there, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. can see some more right <laughs> here and in my collection. And, uh <laughs> Well, I picked up the Peanuts movie uh, finally on DVD, so I got that. I just the new CGI movie? Yes. You haven't seen it? I love the new Peanuts movie. I felt that when they told this story, it wrapped all of those years up into two hours. Not not really two hours, but into that movie. It was a nice package of the whole thing. My only uh, two complaints of the whole movie is that you know Charlie Brown's hair is just shaved really close to his head, and that little swirl, that little squiggly, is supposed to show the outline of where his hairline is and the way they animated it it was one long squiggly hair (laughs) and i said no that's not right that's not what that is and then the other was that they changed patty's hair to blonde because they were afraid people would confuse her with peppermint patty Hmm. and i thought the outfits are completely different their facial expressions their faces are even different enough that i think that people would have been able to make the right uh, idea otherwise i loved the movie and those are just nitpicky fanboy stuff. Those things happen in the original movies, you know, the differences. Yeah. Uh, same thing happened on the yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What, they changed, they changed his hair? hair color? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was looking at a whole lot of other things uh, than hair color for that one. Leatherface did a wonderful ballet in that thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're right. But there's one thing to say about him also is he's really two-faced. Absolutely. Yeah, we need those sound effects. Yeah. (laughs) I do want to read notes from Dale, our zine editor. Okay, and so uh, his first note issues three magic with a Greg Cravens cover and number four animals with a Jim Palmer cover. Jim Palmer. Do we know who that guy is? No idea here. Not a clue. Uh, These issues of the good, the bad, and the sketchy have left the printing plant. No delivery date is showing on the UPS tracking number yet, but will likely arrive late, early next week. His second note is that the number five issue uh, is going to be the Winter Wonderland theme. It's going to include winter holidays, snowball fights, presents, and he says, or better yet, a taste of Mid-South winter, which means it could just be another summer comic strip, right? (laughs) The weather will change, you know, while you're reading the comic strip. It will. (laughs) What do we say in Memphis? If you don't like the weather, give it a minute. Uh, He says the deadline for the good, the bad, and the sketchy number five is November 1st, 2020. Uh, So you've still got time to come up with something for the issue. If we can stick to that schedule, we should be able to get the issue back in time for holiday gifting, for comic shop shoppers, and for member contributors. I think that's darn cool, and I think that it's definitely something we could probably all come up with. How many locations is it sold in? Uh, Memphis Comics and Collectibles, the Comics Seller, 901 Comics. Is that it? Yeah. Comics Collectibles Seller and, and 901. That, there's that other one, and I can't... Uh, Jupiter. Jupiter, yeah. Do we have anybody that drives all the way out there? I've not that, been out Jason, to new what is that sound you're making? It's his stomach. Sorry. He needs to eat. 
The dog is just, oh. She the whole time you guys have been talking, she's been attacking my shoes, I, I, just tearing them apart. And I finally had to pick her up, but she likes to wrestle, and she's in wrestle mode right now. Gotcha. I was I was just afraid Kevin was a little gassy or something. <laughs> but so I'm sorry, guys. Oh, that's fine. Now that I know what it is, I just I didn't know what you were doing. I, I thought maybe you were like like going full Tourette's or something on us. I wasn't yeah, I was, sure. He's speaking in tongues. I tied my bow tie. This is like a fake dog. I'm just using it as an excuse. Yes, yeah, the dog's an excuse. I got you, sir. Everybody's blaming dogs. Sounds, yeah. smells. Mm -hmm. oh, this is my dog. Yeah. Jim has a great cover. Uh, Jack, great cover, Jim. Jim. I really liked it. Thank uh, you. Uh, and Jack, you were in this last one too, I think. Yeah, the animal animal thing. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be worth seeing for sure. Uh, Muley and Watusi, Dale's character, have teamed up in this issue as well, which is something that I rarely do. I think Muley has only really shown up in the Jetta comics in the Jettaverse and <coughs> Lynn Bushy yeah. Tales Three. Yeah, you had Kung Kung Mule. Kung No No No. Uh, Marshall Muley of Giddy Up Gulch. Oh, that one. Yes. Yeah, M Marshall mm -hmm. Muley of Giddy Up Gulch, and he died many, in that one. I think. How many pages did you and Dale <laughs> uh, do? well he he called me up one day and we were talking about it he said you know we can write anything we want and i said well i'll just i'll just try something out and so i sat down and i guess probably in about five minutes i wrote the first draft of this thing and for four pages and it fit and i sent it to him and he uh went over it and straightened it all out and made it a little funnier for me and he did this awesome layout i loved everything he did and uh the bad guy is based on a little character i made up for one of lynn's art shows where i dressed up in costume and the mad scientist that guy. was a lot of yep so that was a lot of fun so this, I, I think it's going to be a good issue i i think with all of us participating in it gonna hopefully one day get a page of something from antonio in there uh, and it's it's been busy but unproductive on my end <laughs> if that makes sense so, so you're if, living you're living life sense. like the rest of us are <laughs> you know like yeah. right now I, i've been getting some commissions and different things in right now but right. before then it's you know working on a follow-up to this uh right. and also other little things that i've been doing and you know wife and kids so, and COVID, so, unfortunately. Right, right. I, I had you haven't that. had to deal with COVID. You're just keeping you locked up, right? No, I had it about a month ago. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, like the end of August. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. How bad was it at the worst? Considering other people's symptoms, mine were mild, but it was still bad. It was like the flu times about 10. Uh, so... Uh, I was able to, after a few days, keep my fever down. And then after that, everything started to, yeah. to get better. But, gotcha. yeah. But did, I actually, you are, from you? did anyone come in contact with you that also caught it? I know where I got it from. And it was about five yeah. other people that ended up with it. So, and actually, actually, one of the guys passed away last week. So they had his funeral oh. this past Saturday. Wow. So, so considering like mine, mine was mild. How are you feeling now? I feel good. It's just, 
every now and then I'll feel, have you ever been working out or had your heart rate up exercising or whatever, and you feel like yes. you're going to throw up? No. Yeah, I don't, I don't exercise now. <laughs> You've thrown up, though. I have thrown up, yes. Uh, yeah, I've thrown like up thinking about time. exercising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'll get that feeling, even though my heart rate's not up and I'm not out of breath or anything. It's, I just have that feeling in my chest. It's every now and then, so there are some residuals from it. But other than that, I'm pretty good. Josh, well, I'm glad you're okay, man. That's That's scary news yeah. to hear. You yeah, know, this COVID mm -hmm. has crept right in the middle of uh, what I consider my circle. Uh, yeah. You know, people that I know that I, I've talked to more than yeah. you know, once a year. Some, gosh, I guess that now I'm probably, uh, I want to say five or six people that I know that have had it. You know, that I know personally, that I know well, that I, you know, that I, I, don't, I care about the other people who've had it, but I care more about the people I know who's gotten it. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's a scary thing. It's a scary time. And Jesus. Yeah. Even with wearing your mask and watching your, washing your hands and stuff. And we do that. We don't really go anywhere. We keep our kids home. It's like, we're not out and about running the streets all reckless or anything like that. It's just one little slip up that you touch a handle or a small yeah. wall or something and you touch your face and it's you know have any of you been out to eat or anything during mm -hmm. this time stuff open? Uh, have you been out to eat? yeah we normally like if we go somewhere they usually have like a patio or something and most of the places now in order to be open they have to have the table separated yeah. they can't have more than a certain amount of people there uh, all of the servers and everybody have masks. They have either the QR code thing on the table where you can bring the menu up on the phone or they have the disposable menus for you. Uh, no salt and pepper and stuff on the table. None right. of that. It's strict guidelines for restaurants mm -hmm. and whatnot, but it's still better to be kind of outside. So we'll be on patios and things like that. Gosh, that makes me scared now. All the places I go, they do that distancing thing. Right. And uh, that's why I'm comfortable going to those places or at least going in to pick up and take out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, knowing that, you know, and that's part of the other scary thing, too, is that all the people I know have been taking such good caution and care about making sure that they wash and wear the mask and sanitize and, you know, I don't know, inject disinfectant. I don't know. <laughs> but that they're doing all these things to be careful and bleach sales are still, up boy <laughs> still after all of that there, there's bleach still a couple people i know who've caught it yeah. and the other night uh or, or last night lynn and i were at um huey's on madison and they do a pretty darn good job cleaning up and keeping you distanced and all but really it just takes yeah, one i was sitting time. on the other side of the restaurant from kevin all yeah over there. we did a really good it was great i enjoyed it well we always do that when we're out <laughs> I forgot you were here. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were really good about that. Uh, Vicky and I haven't ate out probably since all this stuff hit. Once they started closing restaurants mm -hmm. and stuff, then they slowly started opening. Uh, there was a couple of restaurants here that were really quick to act on mm -hmm. the takeout and just doing takeout only. And you could only walk up to the door. They had like a little window and stuff they made. And I know like the ice cream place here, they were closed for about a week or so because the city made them or the county, whichever, made them closed for a while. And they're like, hey, you know, we can do takeout. That, that's our major business is takeout. We have a very small dine-in area. Most everybody takes out. So they started doing the takeout again. So, we, you know, we'll slide by there every now and then, you know, with our masks and grab it and take it home. Well, Jack's the only one in the group here that, that's not in Memphis. So 
Where are you in Florida, Jack, and what's the situation there? No, no, I, I'm in Western North Carolina. Oh, in the mountains, in the wilderness, actually. Oh, oh, okay. We're, we're, we're yeah, we're out, out in the mountains, in the forest, and uh, yeah. we're of course where we are. We're at the cutting edge of the 18th century technology. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, that's that'll be great problem. for me. Actually. Yeah, biggest problem. Uh, listen, I'm I was disconnected 164 <laughs> times from the internet in the last couple months. And that's my internet service provider. And that's, that's the best I can do. There's nothing else available here. Another problem I have is trying to get all the forest creatures to wear their masks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the bears and the raccoons and the possums and the deer. Raccoons say, always have a mask on, but just not the right one. Right. No, well, that's right. Yeah, that, and it fools you sometimes. You think they're wearing a mask, but they're really not. Oh, I got delivery. We're talking about food, and, and I got delivery. What is it? Hey, hey it's like wings. Air fried yeah. wings, man. Oh, Thanks. from home. You told Thank me you about those. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, email me some. Uh, Jason brought his dog. See? No. Yeah. Puppy. She's a sweetie. She's Puppy. wild up right now. She wants to fight. Oh. She, you Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> dog wants wings. Here we go. Hi, Nikki. Thank you. This is Lena. That's our newest. Hi, Lena. Mm. She's yeah. picking She's usually in ninja mode. I, I rarely know she's in here. Unless I don't want her in here, and then she's like, you know, freaking out at the door, or if she gets shut up in here, she'll be like freaking out, <laughs> knocking stuff off the shelves. I'm sorry, but Nikki was asking me if I need a fork, and I'm like, oh, are you kidding? No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> they're wings. You're supposed yeah. to eat them with your finger. Although you I picked, yeah, I picked them up. They're, they're, they're a little hot. Nails and then the cuticles. Yeah, they're a little hot, so I got a screen's going to be covered. But um, tell us about what you and Nikki have been working on. Hmm. Well, we have we're re resurrecting the uh, MSCA website, and it's uh, the BidSouthCartoonist.org, and it's technically live now. Uh, I'm still uh, working on some of the pages and stuff like that, but the front page is up, and I went ahead and, and put some, some info on there. But we'll have uh, a news page, which is the home page. We'll have a members page, which basically is our bios and a little caricature. That's what I ask everybody to send. And we'll have a members gallery or like a funny pages that will have you know, at least three cartoons from, from each member. And we also have some links. So people will have the, the ones for you know, like resources or for other groups, retailers and that sort of thing. And it will have a link to the new MSCA podcast, Drawing Funny. Oh, we have a new podcast. Please tell us about that. Why, sure, Kevin. <laughs> I will be happy to. Anyway, I got, just got these in the This in the is mail. an interesting new thing that you have developed, Lynn. I am exci excited to know more. Please tell us. <laughs> My pleasure, Kevin. Uh, I've got the first episode recorded. Uh, after we get done with this, I'm going to tweak it a little bit and then go ahead and, and uh, upload it. It's basically the pilot episode, about 15 minutes long, just kind of explaining who I am, what the MSCA is, and what the podcast is. Like I said, last night I went with Kevin and we recorded a lot of stuff, so it maybe become a mini-series instead of just a podcast. Well, I figure it's better to have more than not enough. That way you can edit it down to the We're, it's good to interesting nitty-gritty stuff. You know, like words like yeah. A and I, I. The, the important words. It's going to test my editing skills. Let's put it that way. I think so. What What do you have in mind with that, Lynn? Are you going to do like themes or, or are you going to do like a weekly 
podcast. I'm hoping to make it weekly. I was hoping to have like a couple of episodes in the can before I started releasing anything. But after, eh, go ahead and get the pilot episode out there. And then this weekend, I can try and work on some some others. What I want to do, basically, it's, it's talking tunes. It's kind of like what we're doing right now but hopefully not as freeformed, I guess. I'll, I'll be interviewing people. I'm going to look at getting some better recording equipment. Last night, I just recorded it on my iPhone, a couple of mics. We had like six-foot cords, so Kevin was at one end, and I was at the other end across the table from each other. So we, we social distanced while we recorded. You know, I'd like to highlight uh, our MSCA members. If anybody's got, you know, some kind of project they're working on, they want to promote, you know, we, we could do a Zoom chat like this uh, when it's safe for everybody to get back together. Uh, well, I'm looking at getting a, uh, a smaller laptop for a, a Zoom recorder and bring that to the meetings and get over like in one of the corners and talk to people and, and that, that sort of thing. And hopefully once it's safe to go back to the comic shops and like I was doing our, our Wednesday drawing night at the comic shops for a new comic book day. Hopefully I can start doing that there too. If anybody shows up, we can talk and while we draw. Usually when I'm at the comic shops, I'm drawing, you know, like sketch covers like that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I've got planned for it. It's still in the infancy stages, oh. but I'm learning about Audacity. I'm learning about uploading stuff to the to the net. I'm learning about Zoom. Like I said, if you guys got any suggestions or anything, right. just give me a yell. Individually, guys, I'm, I'm expecting that Lynn's going to make his rounds, and uh, a lot of you uh, are probably going to be interviewed eventually here, mm -hmm. I, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it, it's going to be as, as people have stuff that they want to talk about. We've all got something going on. That's one of the things I liked about going to the, the dinner meetings was just finding out, okay, so what are you working on right now? What do you got yeah. going on? What and doing the whole show and tell type of situation. Speaking to that uh, effect, then, uh, Lynn, what what have you got? What else have you got going on? You're doing the website again for the MSEA. We had that years ago before, and now you're working on a podcast. You're upkeeping all of the social media stuff. Yep. But what does Lynn have going on for Lynn? Nothing, really. <laughs> Okay. So. <laughs> no, actually, uh, I've got a comic strip in development. This is kind of all sidelined it, but I'm hoping to bring that back in uh, really soon. It's a, a strip about a monkey. I mean, there's more to it. I've got more written, you know? <laughs> and I've got the character it's designed. Bananas. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bananas. His name, the monkey's name is Bananas. It's uh, called Bananas Foster, and it's about a monkey uh, that goes to live with a, a new foster family. So. Would it be like a daily cartoon strip? Is it part of? No, no, I'm not, no, I'm not that fast. I'm not that smart. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm not that creative. No. Well, who is? <laughs> no, it, it, I'm hoping to, like I said, get about maybe about a dozen to, you know, a dozen and a half strips together. And then maybe like once a week, start doing them as a webcomic. Build me a little bit of a buffer so that if anything happens like this COVID stuff. Yeah, Antonio. Mm -hmm. After you swallow that swallow, <laughs> he's like, "What? <laughs> uh, what is it?" <laughs> hey, what 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 do you got going on? You mentioned a little bit earlier about the uh, sequel, the follow up. T tell us a little bit more. Um, well, if you could tell me more, it would help me because we is <laughs> <laughs> we 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 left the story kind of couple of cliffhangers, and we're building on that, but. It's like we're we're in between ideas. I guess we've got all these things that we want to do, but 
at this point we can't connect them so the story doesn't make sense so that's what we're trying to trying to iron out you know our plot points and get everything to connect for the sequel but while i'm doing that i also um i talked to chris jowers last weekend and uh my condolences um you know he's interested in in doing another book so we um we kind of talked about this you know a superhero type of book uh but he liked the novic form like this is so we talked about that and some ideas and so we're going to be talking again this weekend and iron out some some more of the details on that so we got some things working but nothing mm-hmm. coming out so where's chris he is yeah. everywhere say he was in nashville area for a while and he was in Nashville for a while, and I think he's closer to Memphis now. We still have the tracker on him. Let me let me pull that up. Um, <laughs> gotcha. He's like really getting back into his into the writing. He did a little bit here and there, but other things that he had going on, like right now, he's in a position where he's settled and really trying to get his ideas out and work on some other stuff, some other books. So. I was at a meeting one night when I met him, and he said something about doing something like a like a podcast, a, a radio show mm-hmm. type thing. And I was connected at the time with a group called Chatterbox here, and I did stuff for them. And I mentioned that, and and I called a guy that ran Chatterbox, and I said, "Be on the lookout because there's this guy Chris Jowers that that may give you a call." He said, "Oh, he called me last night." <laughs> <laughs> Directly from the media, you know, yeah. and he did stuff for them as well, you know, just mm-hmm. right off the bat. It, yeah, so it's Chatterbox it, like it, a voiceover? It is. It's like it a little uh, theatrical podcast. It's a, a theater in your computer. So a theater of the mind type thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's trying to get into some more voice acting and things like that, too. And I think he wants to take one of the stories that he's written already and do it in audio form. So... I that's think cool. that's something else he's working on right now, too. Oh, that would be good. I would love that. Yeah, I was listening to a, a horror podcast where they do that. It's a lot of short stories, but they, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of like a radio play. And it's really, really fun. I like yeah. it's a, like 15, 20 minute long, you know, stories. Jim? Yo. Have you got anything in, in the works? Uh, I've been working since COVID hit putting together some art for a group called Teachers Pay Teachers. It's like putting together packages of clip art with different subjects like Halloween, Christmas. Uh, You have to provide a few freebies to entice people to buy your work. And I have a friend who's doing that as a writer, teaching, I guess, like little mini classes doing that. And he got me interested in doing it and said my work would fit in good. And so it's drawing cutesy, cutesy kids, cutesy, cutesy things for like first, second, third graders. But I don't have it up and running yet. It'll. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to get it up the next couple of weeks and see if anybody uh, pays any attention. <laughs> and then, and then teachers buy it individually to use in their lesson plans. So we'll see. Tons of people That's are doing wrong. it. Well, I hope something comes of this, but yeah. there's no guarantee. It's it's just one more thing on spec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds good. I like it. And of course, our favorite Palmer, Jolene, I hope she's doing well. She's doing well. She's sitting straight over from me over here reading a book. Well, hey, hey. 
Hey, Jack, what have you got going on? Oh, about the same thing. Been doing all along. It's uh, I'm gonna slow down a good bit because I've had some serious eye trouble. Yeah. But uh, I'm doing a weekly internet feature, which has been going on about ten years now. Got about two hundred subscribers to that. That keeps me busy. Then I do freelance stuff occasionally, commission jobs. I teach part time at the J.C. Campbell Folk School, but the co of course COVID has shut that down for a while. So. I don't know if they're going to recover from that or not, quite frankly. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Just do, just doing stuff like that, keeping cool. busy. So, what type of uh, cartooning are you teaching in in your classes? They're they're a week long class. It's sort of neat. It's uh, a full day, but for a solid week, about either six, five or six days. They kind of different different length of times. So it's a class I designed for everybody at any skill level. So we start at the very basic and build up from that. Okay. And it's really great. It's a lot of fun. I've been doing that for over 20 years, believe it or not, up here. And had interesting, interesting students. They had a sitting federal judge, a wow. CDC scientists, college professors, uh, just a gazillion people. And it's, it's the people that come into class are fascinating. It's a lot of fun to do that. And That's it's cool. just a lot of laughs too, quite frankly. And we did like the, the world's longest comic strip in the state, in the state of North Carolina, at least. <laughs> and that was fun. Uh, but uh, we just do a lot of strange things like that, which is fun. Keeps That's me right. busy and off the streets. Or off the trails, <laughs> I guess, since you're out in the woods there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how many bears do you run into? Actually, uh, I had uh, a close encounter with about a 300-pound black bear on my deck mm -hmm. one night. Wow. And uh, he went one way, and I went the other. <laughs> <laughs> well, typically, so, uh, if they're not cornered, it seems that what I've always heard, those bears out there, they'll, they'll turn tail and run if they get the chance, don't they? Yeah, I think that's pretty much right, except mm -hmm. for uh, a mother with a cub. That's right. the big difference. If, if there's a cub of, and you get between the mother and a cub, you're in trouble. Jason, have you, what, what's happening with you? Uh, Creative-wise? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, from, from the, uh, the zine, I've, I've been working with my new Extremes World mm -hmm. Comics. Yeah. In between, I've got several books I've been finishing up. My Aura comic, I've got a new issue of that about to come out. And I'm dabbling slowly at getting into writing some short stories, sort of piecing that together, sort of getting ideas together, several little things with that. So I've actually been, I've published several things recently, so I've been staying very busy. So, and I've got several things that I've had sitting around for a while that were almost done. And I'm sort of tying a bow on that. I have one project that's been I had started like 10 years ago and uh, recently finished that and, and moving on to the next chapter of that already. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, I, I got another sketch card set that I'm working on. It's like a mystery science theater, 3001 goofy movies like Puma Man. Uh, that sounds could, fun. Yeah, I could do Godzilla. I just have to make Godzilla cartoony. Okay, but there's a lot of weird sci-fi ones that are on the list, but basically any any movie that they've lampooned like you can do so so it's it is about mystery science theater 3000 it's more about the movies they show i can't draw like them sitting there watching the movie but i could draw the movie that they're watching okay so i can't do their little silhouettes but 
like I said, if I want to draw Puma Man flying through the air, I can I can do that. Yeah, it's like series four. Yeah, working on those. I've got a dozen of these to finish. I, I'm dragging a little bit. I'm getting your stuff together for the website, but I'm getting okay. it together. I, I'm almost there. I'm dragging getting the website together. So, you know, <laughs> real life, it just drags everything down. Well, luckily, it's it's gotten cooler at work, so I, I feel better. And when I get home, I don't want to just take a shower and go to bed. I'm actually getting some work done after hours now. Special Hello. appearance by the roommate. Hello. Hey, Marco. Hey, Marco. How y'all? Meryl's Meryl turned out good. They did real good. Yeah, how did y'all get in, involved with that? Anton, uh, I'm just going to say the name we know him by. Anton uh, got contacted by Paint Memphis. And they asked, would he be interested? And he said, yes, he would. And he designed this uh, space, this wall, uh, and told us that we were helping him paint it. And we said, sure. And so uh, <laughs> then we did it. And I was pretty amazed through most of it because on the, uh, we had the scaffolding and uh, he and Marco would go way up to the tip top. Marco stood on the tip top the entire time acting like it was he was two feet in the air and I went up on the second level of scaffolding and looked at the wall and thought yeah this would be fine now I turned around and looked and saw that I'm looking way down at Anton right now I hugged the wall quick and I said <laughs> I am a wuss I am afraid of heights I will face my fear once I get to the ground level again so I went ahead to the ground but I did everything that I could down low they did everything up high and uh, Janet helped, Anakin helped, uh, Liddell Beeman with Hill the Hood Foundation came out and he helped. It, it, it was a lot of fun. I think that, you know, when you get a chance to have a project like that where you can work with your friends, that makes it go by fast. It makes it go by with, with a lot of fun. There was a lot of racket from the factory next door to us and, and a lot of dust because of them. But overall, that, that's probably the only really, only big complaint. Heights dust and racket there and it was fun we've got we've got shandria toshigawa kim and tora from Tora. shinobi ninja princess and yeah and uh <laughs> jetta tells of the toshigawa we've got muli in there uh we've got iron ninja five and a character from the evolution comics that are part of the hilda hood foundation as well uh, so it was a lot of a lot of great characters and, and all that are in that. So it was, it was a fun thing to do, you know. Paint Memphis pulled this together because they wanted to create a community with artists and bring the community together. And doggone, if, if, if that worked very well, their plan to do what they did worked so good because we had artists from all over the country here. One guy came down from Asheville, North Carolina to paint on the walls here. And outside of all of the different artists and different types of artists that were doing the job, there were people riding bikes, walking up and down the street, stopping cars, getting out. And all of these people were different, but they were interested in what we were doing and wanted to, to learn more about it. And that was a lot of fun to have happen as well. Yeah, it was a section of Memphis I'd, I'd never been to uh, down that Same. way. Yeah, with the carriage, uh, the right. carriage it's, rides for the horses. Ten fifty North Second Street. Marco says bye. Well, bye. Bye, Marco. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, scram. But there was a lot of uh, other murals we saw all over the downtown area. We were yes. driving, driving around that. What is? Is it like Second Street or so? Uh, or second? It's on North Second Street, and yeah. then you turn on Henry and follow mm -hmm. around where there's a bunch of warehouses that. 
I think that it's helping the area a lot to look better because it's apparently there's just been big blank walls forever. And painting Memphis, pulling this thing together has really brought a lot of great color, imagery, things that a lot of people may drive by, look at it, and feel inspired by, I, I would think. There's some murals out there that I just absolutely love. Yeah. There's a lot, and, of, lot of different uh, styles and techniques and, and just the way they painted them. Yeah, it's completely different. It's really cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, sorry, uh, you hear my dog that, attacking my sock as as that's what you're hearing in the background. I'm sorry. No, we 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 figured that one out already. <laughs> when you, when I let you, her out of the room, and my wife lets her right back in. I'm like, great. Yeah. Other than that, um, Jim <laughs> mentioned earlier about Muley Reads, and that's a lot of fun. The purpose with that is to get kids to open their minds, read books, uh, get parents to sit and talk to the kids about what they've read, and see how that fits together in conversation. And oh, Shinobi Ninja Princess. Uh, a new season has begun with that. We call our, our collection, instead of volumes, we call them seasons. Uh, Shinobi Ninja Princess, new seasons come out. Uh, the story is Dark Tournament. Uh, okay. he, he was kind enough to let me write an issue for this, and I thought that was very brave of him because um, <laughs> typically I write for mules, dogs, ducks, and donkeys, and this time I was writing for little ninjas. And so I was like, um, why are all my characters hairy now? I don't understand. <laughs> they got hair and feathers. Hopefully I did a good job. He had he went in and he, you know, he made it a bit uh to his way of doing things. Kind of like when somebody writes something for me, you know, I typically write it, you know, rewrite it in a muley and what do what we call muley eyes it. You know, and so he just took that and he shinobied it. <laughs> <laughs> like he does. But it made it good, yeah. Has anybody heard from uh, Cravens lately? Is is he doing okay? He staying busy? I got an email from him the other day, and he was asking about uh, something for the uh, web web page. I haven't hadn't heard from him in quite a while. Okay, yeah, he's. Uh, well, I just know that like, I guess it was it last year, year before last. Uh, he had he had some health problems, and I went to go visit him yeah. at the uh, hospital, and he was two doors down from where I was when I was in the hospital. <laughs> So wow. I was like, yeah, I know this floor very well. I had to walk it several times a day. So yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we went in there for that and then and visited with him. I was going to message him and I can't find. Oh, here he is. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, how did he get out of my phone? I had him in my phone. He's he's limber for an old guy. Jack, you're you said you're with the Southeast chapter still. Yeah, that's uh, right. Of, that's of the I'm NCS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have a uh, sub chapter in uh, in Asheville. And it's it's composed of a collection of NCS members and and non-members, so it's a it's a nice mix. It's sort of like our our mix. So that's good. And there's a, they get together at, uh, once a month and uh, usually at a pizza place and show and tell and have a good time, mm -hmm. and share stories, and it's a lot of fun. I just don't get over there as much as I used to. Keep an eye out for somebody that might log in with us. Okay, looks like Greg Cartoon will admit him. Hey, Greg, are you there? Hey, yep. hey. Sorry, sorry about that. I uh, I got caught up in deadlines and the whole day went sideways on me. Perfect yeah. timing. I had actually just loaded up the comic strips for tomorrow and uh, set up everything on Patreon. And I was going, all right, now what am I behind on? What do I do next? And the, the email showed up. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I... I I was on this thing with uh, Labonner this morning doing Pictionary with the kids, and oh, cool. I didn't have to click on the 
on the video button that time. So I, mm -hmm. I guess I, I got out of the idea that I, that I needed to, to click on that. No, well, good seeing okay. you. Oh, good yeah. seeing you guys. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, we well, were talking about it. We had stopped talking yeah. about him. Now he's here. I know. No, yeah. go ahead and talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't listen to anybody. I just, I'm not off until it's my turn to speak. You know how that goes. <laughs> well, <laughs> one of the things we we did already is find out what everybody's doing. And um, so, what what are you up to these days? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, the biggest, most entertaining thing is this uh, Bihar India training module that I'm doing with uh, mm -hmm. Kevin Thorne. Nice. Yeah, uh, got done with the third issue of Stone Ninja, and if I was a comic book person, I'd be working on the fourth issue, but I'm not a comic book person, so <laughs> it's going to sit until, you know, it'll be next year before the next one comes out, I'm sure. Always and, something. Well, I saw that Kevin Smith gave it a shout-out on one of his podcasts. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, Gabe went all the way to California LA. to be there, to, yeah, to hand right. over the comics. Mm -hmm. Just to get that to happen, and yeah, I'm was... thinking, you know, how how insane do you have to be <laughs> to make that flight and cross your fingers and hope? Well, I, he was at the uh, the cantina where they record, I guess. Right, exactly. So you guys got three yeah. issues in the can, then, huh? So far, so good. Uh, the first two, of course, look like monkeys drew them or something, but you know. <laughs> but you um, did. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you'd stop drawing them with your feet. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm drawing other crap with my hands, so what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, Lynn, has your monkey character been drawing them? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Multitasking. Mm -hmm. What's the other thing we were we were going to ask Gregory? Oh, Greg, what, what oh. are your – so how did you find out about the uh, the Mid-South Cartoon Association? Seems like I was, I was getting rumors about it somehow or another, and I don't remember who it was that actually was telling me. But I'd heard about it two or three times, and then uh, – uh, You figured Charles the rumor had, must be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but Charles Ettinger showed up, and, and he was at, I was working at the, the Mall of Memphis that day, and Ettinger showed up and asked me if I'd been to a meeting, and I said, no, I, you know, I, don't, I don't know anything about it, so, but I'd already heard about it. I already knew it existed. I just don't mm. know who told me. So, what was your first meeting? Uh, first meeting was at Charles Tuthill's house, and it was the one where uh, Frank Cotham was the guest and when you got a New Yorker cartoonist as the guest, that's sort of a hot deal. And I was all impressed and everything. And we didn't know who anybody was. And when I say we, I mean me and AG. We didn't know who anybody was. And, and AG, it was being AG and exuberant, you know, glad handing and, and making everybody happy. And, you know, he looks around at this one poor, quiet little guy that's off to one side. <laughs> it looks like he doesn't want to talk to anybody. And AG says, oh, I see you have a portfolio there. Can I see? You know, let's talk about cartoons. And the guy hands over the portfolio, <laughs> and it's full of New Yorker cartoons. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> well, at least AG didn't go, oh, so do, you, do you clip these out and you collect them? <laughs> nah, AG's a lot smarter than that. So, yeah. <laughs> But that's also what led to when uh, when he and I did that insane overnight drive to uh, Ohio State that first time, and we were standing there watching this guy fumble around with the the, the slide carousel. We're yes, we were like the there was only four people in the entire auditorium, mm -hmm. and it's us and this and you know me and AG and Anthony and this this guy fooling with the slide carousel, and it, and the next person that was supposed to be up was Mike Peters. And AG says, do you think that's Mike Peters? I said, dude, I've, I've never even seen a picture of him. I said, wait a minute, I've seen a drawing of him. 
in writer's workshop or writer's, you know, writer, whatever that thing is. And I said, that, that does sort of look like him. And I thought, oh, Jesus, AG is going to jump the guy. So as he's walking by to get his notes ready on the stage, and I saw AG take a breath, and I thought, I got to head this off. I said, <laughs> Mr. Peters, excuse me? And that was the opening where it was nice and quiet and easy, you know. And, of course, he flipped around and went, yeah, what? Hey, guys, how are you? And I thought, oh, God, he's AG, too. <laughs> They've cloned him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was it's the weirdest thing because years later, uh, do you guys remember when C.F. Payne used to do illustrations on the back of uh, Reader's Digest every issue? Yeah. There were these just gorgeous, gorgeous pieces of art. And it was it was sort of a cartoon painterly version of Norman Rockwell. It was all this Americana stuff. So I got to stand around and talk with that guy one time, you know, just hanging out and, 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 and talking. And we went from there and got onto the, the, the shuttle bus with all the other NCS cartoonists and we're headed to the big you know, art thing. And Mr. Payne looks around at everybody and goes, okay, everybody, first Mike Peters story. Did he hug you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, but you know, everybody on the bus laughed because we all knew the guy by that point. And I'm like, you know, uh, no, but it was a different circumstance for me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I love the two festivals we went to. Are they still yeah. doing the cartoon festivals up there in Ohio State? Um, yeah, but they're not the same thing. You know, it used to be every three years. Right. And it was, it was a big, you know, heavily packed three days. And now it's every year. And it's, uh, it's CXC. And I can't remember what it's comics and something or comics time something or, you know, mm -hmm. and I can't remember exactly what it's supposed to be, but I haven't been going because it's an expensive trip and it's time consuming. And the Rubens is usually that trip for me now. Yeah. It always seemed to that the years that they were having, it always seemed to fall on something major, like my wedding yeah. you know, yeah. type of thing. <laughs> um, you should have just put the wedding off and went to that. Makes sense. I, yeah. I would have. Yeah. I see you have the typical artist work area back there. Yeah, the filthy pile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All well, of ours probably look why, just like that right now. That's why you can't yeah. see below here in mine. Yeah. This is it. You can't see yeah. below there. Um, actually, when I do the, the LeBoner thing, I pull out my big Greg Craven's cartoonist, you know, five by six, you know, extendable banner. You know, it goes behind <laughs> my table. And I literally, I put it right here. So the mm -hmm. back of my head's brushing the silly thing. So, you know, the kids aren't going, why does he live in a trash pile? <laughs> like Oscar the Grouch. Mm -hmm. I had a friend stay when me and my brother lived together. I had a, we had a friend stay with us for a little while, for a couple of weeks. And she ended up cleaning like the whole apartment while we were <laughs> at church. And I couldn't find a thing. <laughs> like she put up she put up all my art supplies and everything where they uh, should be now, but I couldn't was, she find it, was she doing this because she was a really good person or was she doing it because she was horrified at the condition at which you let your studio get both <laughs> both wow <laughs> by the way I'm digging the beard with the with the little bit of gray in the two spots man that's uh, that's awesome that's style yeah. Mine's gray all over now. Yeah, I, you know, my stuff comes in, and if I don't just, you know, let the mustache grow out all, all uh, cowboy style, everybody just looks at me and goes, gosh, 
you're really old and sort of prickly looking. <laughs> Dickie calls it scruffy looking. You're a scruffy nerf herder. Pretty much, yeah. Exactly. Cool. Jack, what have you been doing? Keeping uh, keeping busy with uh, my feature, my you know, covered my uh, weekly feature and the internet and uh, yeah, yeah, commissions. I just got through doing a commission for a, a website down in Florida and uh, stuff like that that comes in. I've finished a couple books and uh, I've been being badgered to do another book, which I have. I'm a, I haven't started on yet. I've got a lot of notes and I've written some short stories about it, but I haven't gone any further. And it has to do with uh, with a lot of uh, classified operations that I took part in years oh, ago. Yeah. That are, cool. That's declassified now. Cool. And uh, so, yeah, if you look on the, one of the things you can look it up on Google, Project 404, it's yeah. interesting about places where we weren't supposed to be that we were. And uh, so there's a lot of interesting stories, true stories from that. I thought your and, um, uh, your Jets and Sharks encounter with the bear on your back patio was was exciting, but it sounds like you had. Because I, yeah. I forget you used to jump out of planes, perfectly good airplanes. Yeah, yeah, I was a free fall cartoonist. I actually I did caricatures. I did, Greg Greg probably knows this, but I did caricatures, and uh, I do it on commuter flights in Florida and. Uh, I charge too much and people start throwing me out of the airplane. So I had to learn to skydive. Actually, actually, they were, uh, on the old cartoonist profiles, they did a, a cover of me in free fall at 100, about 125 miles an hour doing a sketch in free fall. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. You, have to, you have to work very fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack's one of those guys that when he sees movies where the action heroes jump out of a plane and they're yelling something to the person falling mm -hmm. next to them, Jack just laughs yeah. and laughs. Because <laughs> the other yeah. person isn't going, what? What? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So how many jumps did you actually do? I've got 1,112. Oh, wow. And Gosh. I used to be a lot taller. and now I'm about 5'8". <laughs> the same thing's happening to me every time I go to the doctor's office. I'm like a quarter inch shorter. Uh, I told them I want to quit. Yeah. I want to quit coming here before I become a hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a danger. <laughs> right now my only my only social activity is uh visiting doctor's offices or yeah. medical facilities and stuff it really sucks but uh i think i had something like 10 believe it or not 10 appointments this last week Oof. with wow. different doctors wow. yeah if i've got if you can name anything that's wrong with you i've got it <clears throat> what was bad is when all this stuff hit and you know just before it all hit and i had the the bad drug reaction with uh, with the stuff yeah i you know i called them up called up my doctor said you know i need to come out can i can i make an appointment and they're like, yeah yeah come on we've got you know one o'clock you can come out and see us i was like all right great and they're they're way out in cordova germantown kind of you know out that way yeah so it's about an hour drive so i drove out there and when i got there they uh they said you know ask me these questions and stuff and there's people all in the in the in the waiting room <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you know, and all that kind of stuff That's bummer and i'm like oh geez and 
and this is like I said, just before all the, you know, just as the, the COVID stuff was starting to hit and everybody was kind of freaking out a little bit. And they said, have you, have you run a fever? And I said, well, the other day I, I had one, I had an ear infection and, and a, antibiotics and I'm, I'm good. And I'm like, oh, if you had a fever, we can't see you. And I'm like, but it, I went to a minor med and they said it was just ear infection. And they go, oh, yeah, we can't see you. And I'm like, seriously, I drove all the way out here. You couldn't ask me these yeah. questions on the phone first. And so mm-hmm. I, I finally, on the way back to the house, I was able to get the doctor on the phone and we talked it all out. But that was the last time I saw a doctor and that was like March. Now, normally I see him about every three months. I think it's better. Yeah, it's better if you can stay away from them. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I'll, I'll tell you another another true amusing story. I had uh, open heart surgery back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And I was in the heart intensive care unit over in uh, Gainesville, Georgia. And uh, I was laying up on this bed. And they had me hooked up to all these wires and, uh, and uh, drips and stuff. And there was this nurse that came in, an attractive young lady, and she was entering data in the computer. And she'd look at me and type for a while, look at me and type for a while. And then then when she finished, she pushed away from the computer. And she said, you know, for an old guy, it's got so many things wrong with you. You look pretty good. (laughs) I said, lady, I don't don't know your name, but you just made my day, you know. Well, I went into, uh, I had, I had a uh, double bypass a couple years ago and we w- went in and they, you know, they have to shave you. Right. So yeah. I'm there and, and the, the nurse that does that, she comes in and starts to shave me and, and whatever. And before, and before then the she, nurse had to turn around and call for a chainsaw. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> almost, almost. I warned her, I said, I warned her, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hairy. I'm just going to let you know right now. And she said, and, so she pulls back the sheet and she goes, you weren't lying, were you? I go, no, no, ma'am. And so she starts shaving me. She gets done with the front. And I go, you want to do the back while we're here? And she goes, baby, I ain't got all day. <laughs> and you've already killed two of my razors. <laughs> I was like, all right, front it is. Did you ever get your back done? <laughs> so those I had to kind of do myself, you know. It's, <laughs> oh, that's got to be some pain on them arms. It's, it's interesting. You, yeah, you you got to get that broom handle and the yeah. and the duct tape. Duct tape. <laughs> A thousand and two uses for duct tape. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. it, was, it looked it looked like the corn maze when I got done with it. Yeah. <laughs> those are always fun to walk through. Yeah. Still a little right, so the puppy dog keeps coming around on the yeah. uh, on the rotation here. How old is that puppy dog? He does not look uh, like a dog. She's like, uh, I'm trying to think here. She's about, I want to say about 20 weeks. Okay. Yeah. I had to mute when you first came on, so I apologize <laughs> for not saying hi. She was, uh, no, no, no. she was in play mode, and she was making a racket. Yeah, <laughs> we, I've I've enjoyed listening to her growl and, and whine a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's sort of she funny. finally calmed it down. She a min yeah, pin or puppy what? sounds a good sound. She a little min pin? She is what we think she's a chewini. She's she's definitely a chihuahua. <laughs> chewini. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. look, we're gonna lose our G rating here in a minute. <laughs> that sounds like something that they just took off the Taco Bell menu. What the <laughs> yeah. Taco fries and a chewini. Yeah. <laughs> oh, two chewinis to go. She's awesome, but boy, when she's been cooped up all day, she is just mm. when she plays. She likes, 
Do you hear that? She <laughs> yeah. sounds ferocious. Yeah. She's got that little baby ferocious growl. Well, you know, we lost uh, we lost Roscoe back in, in March, and we're redoing the fence and the deck and the railing on the deck. And yeah. as soon as all that's done, it's time to head back to the Humane Society and the Animal Shelter and see if we can't find another mm-hmm. another puppy. I'm looking forward to training a puppy. Yeah. And if we if we can get fast. yeah if we can get as lucky as we did with Roscoe, I'll be especially pleased. Well, Nikki and I have talked about getting a, another dog because she you know, she had a, a, a chow just before we got together and it passed away from cancer. And then I, I used to have a, a husky, you know, years ago. We oh, yeah. talked about, you know, do we want a husky? Do we want a chow? Do we want a chesky? You know, what do you know? But it's, it's one of those things with, we're going to wait until we move and make sure we got a good fence because our fence is kind of eh. We want to make sure we have a good fence and all. But I, if I get a husky, I want to get a younger one so that it's that's its place because the last husky i had when we moved it completely freaked out because they're very territorial and yep. it just it did not like it at all yeah you need a you need a uh, if you're going to move you're lucky if you got a breed that bonds with the family and not with the place that the family is right you yeah. did all right she was half husky but she was half shepherd so she stuck mm-hmm. with us and you know moving to the new house didn't seem to bother her much yeah i was going to tell you years ago uh, we were taking care of my, my wife's mother. And she actually lived to be 99 and 13 days. We were hoping she'd make 100, but she didn't make it. But uh, so anyway, we had uh, uh, two cats, two female cats, and we had two dogs, pretty good sized dogs, about 55, 60 pounds each. And uh, my wife, when she was bringing the mother up here from Alabama to North Carolina, she called, she said, should I bring this feral cat? And I said, well, if you can catch that feral cat, good luck, you know. And so sure enough, somehow she took a blanket and caught the feral cat, which was a male, big tomcat, red tomcat. So she brings, get, gets the cat to the, the vet, gets him drugged up for the trip, the driving trip to North Carolina, and bring, brings him here and releases him on our property, which we have several acres. You know, there's a lot of forest and stuff and the cat looked around and declared everything that he could see from the top of our mountain which is like in, in the state of georgia and tennessee you know as his territory and the two <laughs> female cats that lived here didn't think that was such a good idea so it's that started and that that tomcat chased those females all the time so I was at a loss of what to do. And the only thing I could think to do was to get some cat drugs that were left over from that trip and mix it up and bring all the cats together on the porch downstairs and have a meeting with these cats. And the notion of mutually assured destruction, the old mad thing. And so we, we were down and the cats all had the drugs and they were looking at each other and their paws were crossed and everything was copacetic. All of a sudden, the largest female cat came to and looked at that tomcat and spit at the tomcat. And at that point, it was Katie barred the door. Fur was flying. The tomcat attacked her. Fur was going up. I was screaming. The cats are running around. Both dogs came busting through the door. So we had two big dogs, three cats, and me all running around this room trying to get together. That was a living cartoon. No. I was going to say, I think I saw that episode of Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been perfect. That would have been perfect. But right now, the only thing we've got left is that feral cat. That thing is still alive. Uh, 
and he's uh, and he's in control now because the other two are gone and the dogs mm. are gone too. So anyway, so that's now are we positive that the cat didn't take them out? <laughs> no, we're not. It's it's quite possible. All right, because <laughs> cat, cats are evil like that and will mm -hmm. actually plot the demise of anything that they don't feel it should be in charge of of any space. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because he, he's uh, he's he's about nineteen years old now. I mean, he's he's an old cat, you know. Uh, wow. So he slowed down a good bit. The other <laughs> yeah. day, a raccoon came up on the deck. The cat's laying on the deck. And a, and a good sized raccoon walks up on the deck to get to the water dish and it's and walks by the cat. The cat just sort of rolls over and looks at him, doesn't even do anything. The raccoon gets to the water, drinks the water, and then takes off. You know, and I said, What a good, what kind of a watch cat are you? You know, <laughs> I forget who I was talking to a while back, some guy that was saying that, uh his dog, little bitty dog, would just go nuts and chase these raccoons out of his yard until he, he oh, yeah. went for a walk or something one day. He was out of the house for a while. He got back, comes around the back of the house to go in. There lays the dog and the raccoon on the little settee on the back porch, mm -hmm. like uh, laying up against one another. And when he goes, hey, <laughs> yeah. the dog jumps up, barks at the raccoon, like, you know, I got you now, I'm going to kill you. And the raccoon jumped up and ran away, and the dog looked at him like, I took care of it. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's standing there looking at the dog going, you little traitor. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is a comics for come to life. No, man. It is, really but if is. you drew it, it just it sounds so contrived that you go, Oh, you can't, yeah. He just made that up. He, yeah. That's not a thing. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Anybody have any parting remarks for the rest of us? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> good seeing everybody. Squeeze, squeeze that dog again. We'll get another party Good luck, Jack, Jack. Thank you so much for putting this all together in 1987. It's all your fault. Um, it's all my, your fault. My pleasure. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm proud of it. I just don't admit it. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. You bet. All right. Thanks. Good Hope to see, see you next right. month, everybody. Take good yep. care. All right, Jason. Thanks Jason, for giving me the heads up. I just DM'd you on Instagram. Yeah. Check that out when um when we get off of here. All right, we'll do. All right. Oh, now we all are Good curious. Call me later, Jason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call me later. We can talk trash about the rest of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> evil, 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 evil. All right, guys. Everybody Don't have a good night. Stay well. Yeah. Keep in touch. Yep. Shoot me good emails. Good to see everybody. And stuff. Yeah. It's, it, seems, right. it seems weird that, you know, we're saying goodbye and ending the meeting and, like, not going outside and talk for, like, the next hour or two. I know. Yeah, the next exactly. two or three hours in the yeah. cold, shivering to death, talking about how we Well, I could take home. my laptop outside and back. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't need y'all. I'm going to go stand out in the cold and talk for an hour anyway. <laughs> Sounds like a normal evening for me. Yeah, the neighbor's like, that Cravens is at it again. <laughs> Look at him, man, there on the deck, just talking to himself. Fetch me the tranquilizer gun again, honey. <laughs> the cartoonist is out there yapping. Where's our attack raccoon? Let's get him. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. Y'all have a good evening. Y'all be hey, good. Antonio, good. Good day, Jason, Greg, Lynn. Good talk to everybody. Yep. Good to talk to you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.
I'm, I'm waiting to see you. You got it. You know what to do yeah. next. Yep, I know what to do. <laughs> hey, Jolyn. See ya. Hey. Oh, I didn't see her. Yeah, hey. <laughs> awesome. Good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you. I miss seeing everybody's well, faces in you, person. You're going to shut us off, right? Right. Yep. We're gonna, okay. All right. We'll see you. Otherwise, I'll just sit here all night. I guess. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> let's see. How do I? How do I? So uh, click leave, and then you have to click leave for all. Yep. Okay. And then I think just leave your uh, Zoom running and it should uh, render right. the recording. All right. I think I just have to hit end, right? That's it. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. I'm hitting end in three, two, two one. one. Oh, wait. Okay. It didn't end. <laughs>